Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The best of Easter begins with a full honey bake spread. Mm. It's the thing that brings flavor to all the fun and festivities. The bites that make all your guests grateful that Easter's here a little early this year. Enjoy the sweet and crunchy glaze of Honey Bake's bone-in half ham, mouth-watering sides, and desserts. Mm. And make this year's Easter the best-tasting one yet. Cheers. Every bite is a celebration with the Honey Baked Ham Company. Welcome to this episode of Tea with Twiggy. It's great to have you here. This is a podcast where I catch up with friends and people that I find fascinating. I check that they're doing okay and ask for tips to help us stay at home more comfortable. This week's guest is one of the great male vocalists, songwriters and performers of his generation. We've never met, but I'm a huge fan, so I'm very excited to be talking to Rufus Wainwright. Well, I can't believe I'm sitting here talking to Rufus Wainwright. This is so exciting. Oh, well, the same for me. Oh, lovely. Before we start our little chat over a cup of tea, do you drink tea? Um, you know, I, I'm more of a coffee guy, uh, though I, in the afternoon um, I, 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 enjoy a, I enjoy a strong cup of builder's tea. Oh, you like so, your builder's tea? Oh, that's yes. interesting. Yeah, I've got yeah. lemon and ginger today, yeah. but um, <laughs> but I I I like I like proper tea with milk. Yeah. Do you have it English style with milk? Yeah, and you know I have it with milk. milk I, and... I know I know that you're not supposed to. If you're English, you're not really supposed to put sugar in your tea. Is that true? Well, I do honey, but yeah, a lot yeah. a lot of real tea drinkers frown at that. Yeah, yeah. No, because my my <laughs> my mother's um, boyfriend for for about ten fifteen years, he was English, very English. And oh, really? He he frowned upon uh, the sugar in the tea thing, and uh, that's so, so funny. So. I wonder why. <laughs> Maybe he thought it took away the flavour. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody was... told me that last week. They said that actually they frown of milk going in wow. proper tea because it uh, takes away the flavour of the tea. But good lord, I don't well, know. The other the other tea thing is that my husband, who's who's German, he loves Earl Grey tea. Yeah, and English people don't really like Earl Grey tea. Well, uh, what I every morning I have a mixture of English breakfast tea and Earl Grey together because okay. I okay. find Earl Grey a bit flowery on its own yeah but if yeah. you mix it t- tell him to have a go it's lovely okay. uh, a teaspoon of old gray a teaspoon if it's real leaf tea of yeah. english bread or tea yeah. bag and it's a lovely mix yeah, yeah. so my favorite let- is yorkshire tea of course oh and- that's that yeah. whoa that yeah, put yeah, hairs no. on your chest <laughs> i call that i call that the crystal meth of teas <laughs> anyway can i just number one congratulate you on this new album it's fabulous oh Thank you so much. Unfollow the... It's absolutely... I mean, I've been lucky, everybody, because I got a preview um, copy of it. So I've been playing it all week. And it's, oh, it's, it's haunting me, actually. 
Yeah, well, music these, are, these are haunting times, and uh, are. you know, and I, I was as as I was saying earlier when we first got on. I mean, I was it was supposed to come out uh, in April, uh, but now it's coming out in in July, and I think that was a really good move, um, mainly because, uh, but we were all in such shock, you know, a, f- a few months ago over what yeah. was occurring, and uh, and I don't think anybody was ready to um, really process anything you know no. uh too 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 um challenging and i think this record now is it kind of goes with the kind of ongoing malaise and worry well, uh but in a you know in a in a in a positive way i mean i I'm oh just, absolutely you know, and you know and some of the tracks you know some of them are more uplifting than yeah, others but yeah. i think i think it captures the mood very well but what's so wonderful i think about your music is you don't sound or the songs don't sound like anybody else. Yeah. And that to me is, to me is a true artist. You know, it's you immediately and you don't follow what's in fashion. And that's what's so intriguing. I mean, have you always kind of just had a way you are going with your music and you just don't get moved? Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's interesting because I, there are moments when I've, I've almost wanted to, you know, create some kind of Faustian bargain where I could, in fact, you know, write what, what was meant to go on the radio at that time and, you know, make a, make more money and, and be, you know, on top of the charts and stuff. But, um, but, but when, when it, whenever it, it comes down to the wire and I write a song or I'm in the studio, um, there's a strange kind of um, uh, direction that, that just always takes hold. And, and it's, and it's this, and it's this, you know, Rufus style that I don't know where it came from or, or how it um, was created, but but it, it just totally takes control, and I and I end up, you know, with this product that uh, that is that is very incredibly unique for better or for worse. Um, I think the main the main gist of why that is is that uh, you know I grew up in an incredibly musical family, you know, with my dad Loudon mm-hmm. and my mom Kate McGarrigal, and and they were always. I don't know. They were incredible. They were really influenced by a, a, a wide variety of music, and oh. and 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 so I was. I don't know. I was always um, introduced to to incredibly, um, you know, deep stuff uh, from a very very early age. And then on top of that, I, I got into opera at thirteen, which was kind of my own thing, and and that you know further <laughs> complicated things. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, because actually, well, in, certainly in this album, there are lots of kind of, I, you can hear the op- opera kind of yeah. influence. I love actually, because I was trying to come up with, well, what is it? It's not pop and it's not rock and it's not uh, classical. It's And it's not, it's kind of, there's a nod to musical theatre that I can yes, hear. Yes, yes, definitely. And I, I, I love your story. I, I watched your documentary about, when you went to see Annie, yeah, when yeah, you were a yeah. little boy, yeah, yeah. and you fell mad, <laughs> <laughs> madly in love with it, and drove yeah, your mum yeah. mad because you wanted to play Annie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Is I that was, true? I was con- well, I, w- I wanted to be so... Annie. I wanted Aww. to be Annie, and my mother uh, plainly told me that, uh, in fact, that was that was possible because there were certain productions that cast, you know, uh, prepubescent boys, uh, and <laughs> you know, and somewhere, and you know. Saskatchewan or something, and uh, which was a complete lie. 
you know, you know. So, so for about two years, I really thought I was going to be in a production of Annie at some oh, point. And wear uh, that red wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so it was. It was interesting. It was an interesting. But presumably, presumably, the music had had quite an influence on you. If you fell in love with it so much. No, the the music was was incredibly. Um, influential and to this day you know I, I you know my daughter loves Annie uh now of course. And, and so I got to revisit the score and uh and there's just so many great songs in, I know. in that musical yeah but I love now that you've you've actually given a name to your music Rufus style which is brilliant yeah. I think that <laughs> I think that's what we should call yeah, it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no I've been trying I mean I really I really for years even when my first album came out I was I was always a kind of um Anomaly, and and that, uh, and I think initially it was it was difficult to to deal with because you know in terms of marketing and and uh, radio you know nobody could ever mm. kind of quite figure out what to do. But I, I think for the on the long for the long run it's really paid off. Because, oh, absolutely. Uh, well, also it means you're completely true to yourself. Yes, you're not trying to follow a fashion or 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 do a disco or do a you know rock. It, yeah. It's not about that, and yeah, and, yeah. and you've got such a huge uh, fan following who love and adore you. Yeah, so. yeah. no, I have, I have a healthy fan following, and they're very loyal, uh, and 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 and, mm. and and they and they kind of come with me on all of my shenanigans musically, <laughs> and, uh, and and I'm I'm fortunate to be not be alone <laughs> in my insanity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So you 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 were born in New York, right? But you grew up in Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. Yeah, I was born in, in upstate New York, and uh-huh. uh, oh, and whereabouts? Then, uh, in in Rhinebeck. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. Right, that, it's, yeah, gorgeous it's gorgeous up there. Yeah, and I ended up actually going back to that area for for boarding school uh, when I was a teenager to Millbrook. Which oh is, yeah, which is oh close. I, I know it well actually. I do. We've got friends who live in Millbrook. Yeah, yeah. So I was in that area for about four years for high school and. But uh, and then I went back to Canada for for university. I went to McGill. So so it's uh, yeah. It's always been this fair. My early uh, life was ferried between New York and, and Montreal because my dad stayed in, in in New York after my parents divorced. So I yeah, because your dad's American, right? Dad's American. And I know you. I know your mum because I'm I'm a huge fan of oh, the McGarrigals. Oh, wonderful! Go way back. And I have to tell you something really funny. Okay, You're going to laugh I'd love actually. To hear it. But when I I did an album. Because I, I, I sing a little yes, bit as well, yes, and I've yes. done Broadway and things. Yes. But I did an album in 19... I think it was about 1976, 77, and I was so obsessed with the McGarrigals, wow. and I had the albums, and I recorded My Town. Oh, really? Oh, wonderful. Is it, I, is it available? One of my, one can of my, I get it? Or? Oh, gosh. You can probably get an old... It, the, the album was Please Get My Name Right. You can probably get an old one from, you know, you go online and you can pay a pound for yeah, it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> but it's nice oh. recording, actually. I'm proud of that. But I was so obsessed with them, with the, the McGarrigals and Joni Mitchell, who I, I, I'd love to talk to you about in a minute. But, um, but I just thought that was the most gorgeous song. And I loved their close harmonies. And so you must have grown up with all that going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, um, I, my mother and aunt were, what they did, which was interesting, is that they, you know, they had quite a bit of success initially when they went uh-huh. to, Cal, you know, California and to make their, their first two records. And, um, and they were really slated, uh, 
at, at one point to be, you know, really pushed by Warner Brothers mm-hmm. uh, and made into these, you know, I wouldn't say celebrities necessarily, but made into something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they totally, they categorically refused <laughs> to go there, and because you know they had small children at the time, and yeah, they were like, difficult. no, we, they were like, no, we'd rather you know hang out at home <laughs> with our kids, and and they and they and subsequently, you know, my my mother uh, moved back to Canada and really focused on bringing up my, my sister and I. I mean, she they still made albums and. and oh, I know and, they and, did. And, yeah. I, I mean, as I say, I'm, 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 I'm. It, well, it reached me in England. This is in the, uh, you know, mid seventies. Yeah, yeah, and they continued on, you know, you know, really up until my uh, until the nineties, and um, but 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 needless to say, they really made a conscious decision to focus on on bringing up their kids, which you know certainly my sister and I uh, benefited from. Of course. Um, but also there was, I have to say, there was a little bit of uh, pent-up um, frustration, especially for my mother, because uh, she was quite ambitious, my mom. And I think a lot of her her kind of, her dream of, of, of uh, succeeding then kind of transferred into, you know, myself and my sister. And she, she was, yeah, and she was able to kind of continue her ambitions through our through, work. Through you. Yeah, yeah. through us. I mean, those, those, she wrote some of her greatest songs, you know. Uh, even up until she passed away. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry ago, about so. that. Yeah, no, my condolences. But um, but you know, obviously, her musical le- legacy has come out in coming, you know, through you and your sister, which is lovely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. did you did your mum teach you to play piano, or did yeah, that no? Just I mean, of... I, I always grew up with her playing around me, um, and, and so I gravitated towards that instrument. But that, but then I started taking, you know, lessons with nuns and and um, <laughs> and so forth, uh, getting it all whacked out of me. And uh, <laughs> and oh, uh, was it was it a strict boarding school? No, Ooh. no. I mean, this is when I was. I, this is before I went to boarding school. I was, oh, okay. I was, I was in Canada. And they and they still had you know I went to Catholic school. Uh, oh, okay. With, you know it's like public school, but they, or private yeah. or I don't know how you say that. Pub, yeah, public I know, in I know. America, I'm, which yeah, isn't the same. Is, which, yeah, I, I I went to public school later in uh, upstate New York. Yeah. But uh, but but yeah, but that was all nuns who, who taught me early on. And they were strict. They I were understand. strict. They were just very you know. I mean, one of the one of the the best stories that, that I remember having. Uh, or funny that my mother liked to tell is that we went to visit a nun to, to for piano lessons and and the nun said oh you know you have your son has a lot of talent and then and then my mother jokingly said well maybe one day he'll play Carnegie Hall and and the nun went where's that <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, that's hysterical yeah so that is true yeah. hysterical oh my goodness it was a, it was an interesting place to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> and I also uh, read somewhere that you uh, you came because my my other obsession in those early days was Joni Mitchell. Yes, yes. and I think I played a I knew every lyric of every song ever written. I was completely obsessed with her. And I read that you you kind of didn't come to her till much later because your mum didn't really like you to play her in the yeah house. yeah oh. yeah yeah my mom was was somewhat conflicted uh, about <laughs> Joni Mitchell uh, and I think she had one good reason and one bad reason I mean meaning that like the good reason and and, and one that I respect with her was that she was from a really arch kind of a very intense folk music scene yeah. you know they yeah, they, they were right. total purists 
And、uh, in fact, I think they would come to London, you know, and hang out with like Peggy Seeger, and 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 you know Pete Seeger, and it was they were into like field recordings. So you know, so so Joni Mitchell for them was was really was somewhat of an abomination. And you know, and, and in their defense, I do. I mean, I adore Joni Mitchell. I think there's you know a slew of people who thought after her that thought they were Joni Mitchell too, who. You know, absolutely. You know, who who could have been you know sidetracked, anyways. But、uh, but so that was that was that was her kind of、uh, philosophy. But then on the other hand, I think she was very jealous of her success and her you know and the fact that she did stay and and really make it in in,、yeah. in, in the mainstream and. And、uh, so I, it was sort of a it, it was a double edged sword. I say a double edged sword, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But you finally did come、yes. round to Joni、yes. Mitchell、yes. and, and met her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened is that my husband Yorn,、um, uh, he was for a few years he he ran this festival in Toronto、mm-hmm. called the Luminato Festival and a really wonderful、uh, um, establishment. Anyways, and 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 it was coming round, and every year they would do a, a big show. Honoring a Canadian musician, and and、uh, and, the, and the year he was there, it was it was Joni's seventieth birthday, oh, and、uh, that year, and she hadn't been on stage for at least ten years,、uh, wow. and and they said, oh, you know, you should you should try to do a, a tribute to her, and and he had never heard of her because he was from Germany, Germany, and he, they didn't really know her there, so he then you know discovered her, her music and. And and subsequently became a, a rabid fan, like a real, yeah, you know, like,、um, like me.、Uh, yeah, if you like, if you like Joni Mitchell, you yeah, don't no, just like her.、Totally、you're obs- down, obsessed. Down, yeah, yeah. He went, he went in, into the deep end, and、uh, and I followed him, and I adore her music too. But but、uh, but he really is is、um, one of his one of her d- disciples, and、uh, and subsequently, you know, we we did get to her, her to come and perform. At her her seventieth birthday in Toronto, and it was a big deal because she hadn't been on stage. Oh, for how over wonderful! Oh God,、so. I I would I wish I'd have seen that. Yeah, no. Actually, was... I'm I became so obsessed with her. My daughter, who is forty forty, she grew up with me playing Joni Mitchell in the car. You know, because、yeah. it was seventies. <laughs> she was born. She was born in seventy eight. So in the eighties, so she grew up loving Joni Mitchell yeah, yeah. so much so that when she had her little girl, who's now five. They called her Joni. Oh, beautiful! After Joni Mitchell. Have、so. you met Joni yet? Or I have a、yeah. long time ago.、Yeah. We've got mutual friends. Do you know Peter Asher? Yeah,、oh, I love Peter. I just yeah, saw Peter, Peter the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah,、oh. no, I went. I went down to his place in in Malibu. In Malibu. Well, you know、yeah. Wendy then. Yeah, Wendy. Yeah, no. Wendy's yeah. one of my oldest, closest yeah, friends. Yeah. I love her to bits.、She's、yeah, no, they're they're amazing. They're, they're fabulous, and I love that. They known... have such a great art collection. I love their art. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Wendy, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Peter buys. As well, but yeah, Wendy's. Yeah, they have a nice. I like. It seems like what they buy, they really love. Oh, they do. <laughs> you know, but she's very, very、yeah. bright about art, especially because I'm, I'm not very good about modern art. But she seems to find things. She's got. She's, she's very clever lady, and I love her to bits. She's also got a big heart. Yeah, yeah, no, no <laughs> fabulous. But anyway, so I met Joni because when I was staying in Malibu with them one summer, probably about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah.、Um, 
Joni came for lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, it's, so, it's very weird when you meet somebody that you've loved and adored yeah, for yeah, so many yeah, years yeah. and you think, oh, am I going to make a fool of myself? I'm like, yeah. But actually, we got on really well. Yeah, she yeah, was absolutely yeah. no, lovely. No, she's and do, and so. she's doing well now. I mean, she's after her yeah, accident. She was, she, yeah, she wasn't very well for a while, was yeah, she? But yeah, well, she when, had, no, she Wendy had an aneurysm. Yeah. yeah, I know she did. Wendy keeps me in touch that she's getting better, which is... Well, if you see her again, just tell her I love I her. Will. And I, I will. And I can I send I her a big kiss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's seeing anybody these days in that respect. Oh, I know. How, you, how are you coping with, with it all? You know, it's wildly depressing in terms of what's going on uh, with, uh, with uh, California. I mean, we, we tried so hard and, and it didn't seem to you know, work out for us how we wanted it to. But, you know. Onwards. <laughs> Have they brought the lockdown back in California then? They might, yeah, they might. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think that's going to happen all over because, you know, once... It's very difficult because they have to lift the restrictions because of the economics. They're doing right. it in England now. Right, right. But right. you get spikes in... You know, we've had one city that's locked down again and, right, you know, it's right, very... Right. I don't know. I, I, mean, I it's, think... You know, it's, it, 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 I just, I just want to be, I want to be able to come back, come to England soon. Uh, I miss Europe I a lot. The travel thing is, is, is really um, depressing. But, but, uh, but you know, look, we have our health, and and that's what's important. You're, you're in California, correct? Yeah, I'm in Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Oh, oh, Laurel Canyon. Yes, yes. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. Is it hot and sunny at the moment? It Make is. us all jealous. No, it's, hot and sun- <laughs> it's hot and sunny, and. You know, I'm, I, uh, I'm, 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 well, I love it. I mean, I, I always get nervous about the fire thing, you know, of course. Oh, yeah, we're that's approaching true. That era. But, uh, but it's been beautiful. Uh, and, and this has been a great place to be during, during, during um, the quarantine. And, and uh, so as opposed to, you know, New York, um, where, where a lot of my friends and family are. So I, I feel yeah, fortunate I think to be here. New, New York got quite badly hit, really didn't it? Really pummeled, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. LA might get pummeled now too, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's it's a it's a world problem. That's yeah. that's the trouble. And, and I mean, I think with, what, 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 what's interesting about it here now is that in terms of you know it, a being an election year, uh, mm-hmm. a big one. You know, pro- arguably the biggest in history, especially at least in the United States. Um, and then also with the Black Lives Matter protests, yeah. which are, you know, which are, you know, totally re- reforming um, a lot of people's perception of, of the way yeah. this country is. And then with the pandemic, it's just a very dramatic well, I, I think dramatic it's spreading time. beyond America as well, the, 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 the Black Lives Matter, yeah. which is, you know, and it, what's wonderful is so many young voices yes. are coming in. Yeah. And you know, from all races, and saying this is not right. Yeah, and, no. and it's a, it's it's an so it's an amazing time. And it, but, it but, is an amazing but, but time. But without without uh, but but like all true revolutionary periods, it's it's uh, it's very intense and very kind of yeah. you know wild. So I I'm I'm happy to be here though uh, though I just it, for me it's really for me it's boiling down to the election right now in the United States and getting Donald mm-hmm. Trump out of office and. Well, and, yeah, and, you and thousands, yes. millions, of yeah. and, and, and really winning, and especially turning the Senate uh, 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 democratic because it is. This episode is brought to you by Fidelity. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of U.S. stocks and ETFs with zero commissions online. 
Visit fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSC, SIPC. Um, I don't know, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be... It's such um, a, a complicated... Intense. I mean, I don't actually understand yeah. the complete American system because, because I mean, I, people would say that actually the last election... Right. Hillary got more votes per person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Trump still got in because of where the, the, the votes college, were. The electoral college. I, yeah. I, 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 that's where I kind of yeah. check out. Yeah, no, I guess there's so there's some there's something, and I and I don't understand it completely myself. But there's a system in place that doesn't want to, you know, that does that wants to give you know, as big a voice to, you know, rural areas that don't have as big of a of a population as, you I know, see. urban areas yeah, or states okay. that have big but that have bigger populations. Which I mean there's a there's a you know, I think there's arguably like a an argument for that. But but I but it's been just it's so it's been so manipulated to just serve yeah. the Republican Party. So it just doesn't Well it'd be really intriguing matter. to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Do you think be. he'll wear a mask though? <laughs> oh, oh! At, at the at the convention, I don't think he's going to wear a mask. Um, I don't think so. Um, he should. But uh, but I am. I have to say, I'm, I'm I'm quite excited about Biden, which is good. I mean, I, I oh good. Yeah, because I, I don't really know much about. Yeah, him, I mean, but... he's sort of the. I, I've met him a, a, a couple of times. In fact, I did a, a benefit for him recently, and and uh-huh. he has what's lovely about him, which I don't think can be under under kind of valued at this time is he's compassionate i mean because of you know he had two or three terrible tragedies that occurred in his life you know with his because his 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 first wife and child were killed in a car accident when he was very young and then his son died of of cancer not so long ago so 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 i think he has this i don't know emotional compass (laughs) which yeah. You know, which which yeah. is so devoid at the moment with in terms of Trump and even the Republican Party. I mean, they're just they're they're just so they're they're so ang- either angry or 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 numb. So it's so it's um yeah, we just need a little love right now. <laughs> yeah, you certainly do. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of cooking and knitting and sewing. I love that. Have you learned any new things? One of the one of the big aspects that I've been able to really um, investigate in my life that that for a long time was sort of on the sideline was was my drawing. Um, well, your drawing is that's the other I was to say on, <laughs> on the documentary that came with the album. Yeah. Those and I thinking, I wonder who did those drawings, and then you say, yeah. I, you know, I illustrated. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, well, it was always something. And you know, I went to art yeah. school uh, briefly in, in in Montreal after music school. After I after I failed out of music school, I failed out of art school. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I maintained the um, you know just the the, da- the doodle doodling and the dabbling you know in that in that arena for for many years uh, as kind of a fun little side project. But for this album and because of COVID and just these wide uh, amounts of time that were given to me, I was I was allowed to really focus on on that uh, on that aspect of my life. Because you said in in the in the documentary that it, you loved it because it was coming out as um, 
a vinyl. Yes. And that you can put all the drawings in. Yeah. So they'll all, yeah, they'll yeah, all yeah, be and, in the and, album. Yeah. And, and, That's and just, lovely. Yeah, with that big, larger, you know, format, you know, you can really see the, the illustrations properly and... Uh, and um, and it's funny. I was going to actually release the drawings as in the vinyl, and maybe even sell them, you know, as as uh, merchandise, like like posters and stuff. Uh-huh. I have been told though that that I should hold off a little bit on that, and that if you know if I want to continue the doing this work in illustration, which I do, um, I should really you know do some more, and and eventually you know really have a proper show and oh, so I have an you know, exhibition, and have an exhibition, and yeah. find and maybe do that's... a book of them, you know. So so there won't. Actually... You should because they're yeah. fabulous. Oh, thank you. No, because I didn't know they were yours, <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'll I'll look at that. Maybe let's say I'll look at when yeah. I finish the documentary. I'll look it up, and then you say, oh, I did the drawing. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's good about what I like about them is that they're very sincere. You know, I mean, I yeah. I, I mean, it, it's something I love to do. It's influenced by really more you know classical uh illustration things like beardsley and yeah and, i would say that yeah know. yeah i can see the so i'm not trying to fan. reinvent the wheel or anything but but they are <laughs> but they are people react strongly to them which is i think in the end of the day but i think if you are artistic like i mean my dad my dad was quite artistic and he i mean he he had to go out and work but yeah. he drew at home and he always painted oh, all his life and and my and it's I can do a little bit. I'm not great, but my daughter Carly, she's really good, wow. and and she actually studied art animation. So I mean, and she, you know, she spent from a tiny little girl. She she always had to have a pen or a pencil, and she, it was just there. Yeah. You just have to do it. Yeah. yeah. And to this day, I mean, she's a mum at the moment, but she draws all the time, and she draws for the kids yeah, and things. Yeah, yeah. And this time, I mean, I have to say, it is especially in terms of just not having any noise, not watching any television, you know, just not not really even reacting to what's happening in the world, in the world around you. Nothing quite compares to getting lost in, 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 in drawing, in, in, in an illustration. That's true, actually. You know, you really well, I do escape. that with sewing, you yeah, see. I yeah. get completely lost. I get my sewing machine out. I get my fabric I put my music on and the world goes away. My mother was, an, it, my mother was an amazing knitter. That, that was what she Oh, yeah. What well, I knit like, as well yeah. for my grandchildren. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> and is it true your little girl came up with the title of Unfollow the Rules? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, she, that's she, so uh, great. She, she, she announced it one day that she was unfollowing the rules. And, and of course, like a responsible father, I re- immediately, you know, left and wrote a song about it. <laughs> As opposed to <laughs> reprimanding her. But it, it's such a great phrase, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Did yeah. she say, I'm going to unfollow, I don't want to, I'm going yeah, to unfollow said, the rules? I am going to unfollow the rules. And uh, <laughs> and I think it was, it was, it was she was at that amazing age where they, you know, they just hear a lot of uh, phrases and, 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 and expressions and, they, and then they put, you know, they put them together even though they're not necessarily meant to be, you know, and... Yeah. Uh, that's no, How I, old is she? She's uh, she's nine now, but she oh. she came up with this when she was about six. So, Brilliant. Yeah, and I think it was this thing where maybe she'd heard a lot about like unfollowing people on Facebook or Instagram. Oh yeah. And then there was the rules, and then she was like, "Oh, I'll just press the button, and I don't have to follow them anymore." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so you were saying a little while ago about classical music, yeah. your love. You've written two operas, two correct? Two operas, yeah. Prima Donna wow. and Hadrian. Actually, this is a painting here that ended up being the cover of... of uh, I love that of, painting. ...of it's my uh, first opera for Deutsche Grammophon. We used that. That's a, the, the, the cover of it. So, yeah, no, I, I, I'm I'm big opera Buff. Was that scary, suddenly thinking I'm going to write an opera, uh, or did yeah, it just yeah. kind of flow out of you? Well, I mean, it, it was scary, and thankfully it flowed. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of both. I think, I think the scariest part was, was really um, not so much, I mean, I mean, yes, composing it and producing it was, 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 was Herculean and, 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 and difficult and, 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 and also incredibly rewarding and and so forth but it was I think it was when I, I was well okay let's just say there was a there was a there was a percentage of the critics who who, who loved it there was another percentage of the critics who, who I kind of more sided with who you know who had had very um, constructive you know uh-huh. things to say and were you know more intri- intrigued but you know not necessarily you know bowled over and then there was like this one section who were just so savage <laughs> and <laughs> oh, so horrible and so mean and so kind of like bitter oh. and um and that was I had never come into contact with with that kind of with that sort of intensity viciousness Vicious. it's just vi- but you know yeah. a lot of it is jealousy I hate to yeah. tell you yeah you know you know they what can they do can they can they write beautiful songs like do have they got a, you know your voice is unbelievable they're probably, you know, they're just jealous, and they, and also certainly in this country, I don't know whether it happens as much in America, but probably, if if you be if you become like too famous and too loved, they want to bring you down because it's like, oh, well, let's build them up, build them up. Oh yeah, they're brilliant. Oh no, we don't. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. they do that a know. lot in Canada. And probably because it's part of the, you know, the Commonwealth. But uh, yeah, I say yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah, a America, very British Ameri- thing. Yeah, America, they're 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 less um, obsessed. Yeah, they kind them. of like success more in America. I yeah. think. I mean, I and if you you're know, not, I've... but the thing in America is that if you're not like monetarily successful, then they bring you down. Oh, which is even, I see. Which is even, well, that's, that's interesting. You know, that's their, yeah. If you don't make a lot of money, you're kind yeah. of considered a loser, which is equally as gross. <laughs> but you know, I I've been in. Well, I've been in the business since, you know, over 50 years yeah. doing various things. And, you know, I started as a model. And, you know, yeah. in the, in this country, if you're a model, you're thick and stupid and can't do anything yeah. else. So I got all the flack for that, you know. And then and you think, oh, well, screw you. Yeah. I'm going to have a go anyway, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I was lucky because I met amazing people yeah. who gave me the chart. I met Ken Russell, yes, the film director, yes, yes. who put me in my first film that was a musical. And then I met Tommy Chu. Do you know Tommy? Yeah, I know, I, yeah, I know Tommy. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've And never... we did a big show on Broadway yeah, together. No. And so do you, you know, get Do you certain... know Penelope Tree? Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. One of, one of my first bookings in Paris for American Vogue yeah. for the French collections was was with Penelope. Wow, wow. I mean I think I was seventeen and or eighteen and she I think she's a year younger than yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... We just spent the whole time in absolute hysterics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we was with Richard Avedon wow, who is wow. 
the great yes, photographer yes, and yes. who was divine and I was so tiny because I I'm not you know for modeling I was minute yeah, I was, yeah. I'm only five foot six wow. so all these clothes would arrive from the collections yeah. that were made for girls who have six yeah, foot yeah. and I'd put them on and I'd be drowned and we'd just be in yeah. hysterics because I guess because actually having met you now because I, I Penelope came to one of my shows once and then also I was quite good friends at one point with Varushka so it was sort of that whole Oh, which era. I was obsessed with Varushka. <laughs> and when I it was yeah, so yeah. funny because I I she I was I just thought she was the most beautiful creature on earth. I'd never met her and then in 1983 I did my one and only on Broadway with Tommy. It was a big Gershwin musical. And the guy who used to do my hair when I was modeling for American Vogue, a lo- lovely man who's no longer with us, Ara Gallant. He came to the show and and I didn't know. I, there was a knock on my dressing room door because he knew I was obsessed with Verushka all those years before. And they, I opened the door and there was Ara with, and he'd brought Verushka to the show. Oh, my God. And then we went out to dinner. It was wonderful. She was yeah, divine, yeah. absolutely no, she's divine. Such a, such, a, such a character and with her ex- cats. And yeah, extraordinary stuff. woman. <laughs> so you also, didn't you live in New York? Didn't you live at the Chelsea yeah, Hotel? No, I lived, I, yeah, I lived in the Chelsea Hotel for, for uh, about a year. Wow, uh, what was that like? Yeah, no, it was, it was amazing. I mean, it was... What, what happened to me in New York is, is kind of, it's a funny story because I, you know, I, I, I was born in, in, in New York State and, and I would go all the time to visit my dad and spend certain holidays mm-hmm. there in the summer and stuff out on Long Island. Anyways, but, but, but initially I went, uh, you know, after I, I, I dropped out of university, I went to try to make it in New York and uh, as a singer-songwriter, failed miserably what I was doing did not correspond at all with the kind of grunge, kind of heroin chic thing at the time going on downtown. I was this sort of dandy, piano playing, opera loving gay boy. And it just, it just didn't fit well with downtown New York. So I kind of retreated uh, uh, with my, my tail between my legs. And, but then was signed uh, by a company, uh, by DreamWorks Records uh, in L.A., and went out there and, and did very well in California for a, a few years, made my first record. And then I went back to New York, you know, with a, with a deal and, and an album. And, and of course, all the, you know, poo-pooers and naysayers immediately <laughs> wanted to be friends with me. Of and, course. You know, you know, I was led into all the clubs and got all the gigs and... And and, and and promptly, you know, rented a room at the Chelsea Hotel. No, you, <laughs> you know, changed my wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and became this like very New York thing and uh, and had a you know and was there for a good fifteen years. But um but it was funny, I kind of had to reconquer New York or Well New York I mean I like it's like if I yeah. couldn't live in London, I think I'd yeah. probably live in New York. I, yeah. I, I mean, I will say I, I love New York, and I'll all and I and you know we keep an apartment there, a little tiny studio, and and I and I'll always you know prize that city in a lot of ways. But it isn't the same as it used to be for, in the '90s for me, and I, and I think it, I, I guess the city changes mm-hmm. um, regardless. Uh, but it's a little I don't know. It's, you do get very little, you do have to get out, don't you? I mean, I yeah. I was the longest I've lived in New York was when I was doing the Broadway show, and I was there for two years because I had to be. You know, I was doing a show, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you can't commute. So um, 
Yeah. And I must say, at the end of it, it was like, I got to get out. But it's also like, I mean, I, when I was funny, when I was talking to about my mother's boyfriend, Pat, mm-hmm. who was from England, who was, you know, lived in London, he would always, he lives in France now, but I would said to him, like, oh, would you ever, do you ever have the desire to go back to London and live in London? He's like, Rufus, London is not the same no, city <laughs> as when I was living there. That's it's true. like a whole other city. And I feel like New York, in a lot of ways, is the same. Yeah. It's no, not the same London, city. I don't know how well you, I mean, you write a lot about London. That's what I want to Yeah, know. no, I love, yeah. There's that yeah, lovely, yeah. You, you talk about Belsize Park in. Yes, uh, yes, and, and, uh, um, Paddington Green. Yeah. <laughs> so have you spent quite a lot of time? Why Belsize Park? Did you. Did you hang out there? I, I have spent quite a bit of time in London. I met my dad, Loudon Wainwright. He lived in England for a good ten years. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he lived in Hamps in West Hampstead. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I would I would go there in the eighties and, and visit him. Oh, because Belsize Park's just down the road. Yeah, it's down the street. But that, but that's that. Uh, the person I know best in Belsize Park is, is Helena Bonham Carter. Oh yeah, because she's in that. Yeah. I was going to yeah. ask you about that wonderful video with her. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, divine yeah. in that. Yeah. Isn't she? She has, an, she, she has an amazing property in Belsize Park. She has like these, yeah, I know she does. But she's little, also the um, most. Artist I love her. She's yeah. She's so gorgeous and beautiful and talented and eccentric and I love. I don't know her well, but we, we has she been of, on your show? Yeah, you haven't had tea with no, her yet. No, I haven't actually. I should. I should. That's a very good idea. I'm going to tell her that you suggested yeah. it. Yes. I, yes. Yes. You must. You must. And she's game. Oh, yeah, and also, because, you know, it's not, I like to try and talk to people who will have a giggle and, you know, and laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. And as I, you know, and and (laughs) she, you you can have. But also, her career has been amazing. She's a very talented young lady. Incredible, incredible. There's something special about winter in Colorado. The snow is deeper. Adventures feel bigger, and our natural beauty inspires every traveler. From snow-covered mountains and trails to unique cities and towns, new discoveries lie around every bend and new memories around every corner. No matter the place, no matter the day, everything shines a little brighter. Come to Colorado. Come to life. So... When you went in to do this album, Unfollow um, the Rules, which come, I think it was, it came out on July the tenth, right? In yes, England. July the tenth. Yes, yes. Um, did you? Because you talked a lot about your producer that you said kind of let you run, but kind of you said just do one take. Is that true? You yes, just yeah, it's yeah, amazing. No, I, Mitchell, I mean, yeah, Mitchell, Mitchell from. Well, he was in a band called Crowded House. Oh uh, my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I loved Crowd. I didn't really. I didn't put that together. Yeah, he was in that band, oh, and he also brilliant. produced a lot of Randy Newman records. He produced a lot of. He was married to Suzanne Vega. Oh wow! For years, and, wow, and wow, he worked wow. with her. So he's 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 done a lot. And um, what was great is that he was very intent on not clouding the song, you know, and and have it be this immediate rather quick effect where you know if it worked then let's just stay with that and move on to something else that works and so it wasn't all done in one take necessarily but there was no need we would sort of find a take that we liked and then we would just use that one and and I think what was great about it is that 
you know, on an artistic level, it gave it more of a sense of urgency, mm-hmm. more of a sense of, you know, just of a, a, more of a live quality to it. But B, it was also incredibly less expensive. <laughs> well, yeah, than, you know, spending it, hours it, in the studio it, and you know the record industry is you know been very hit all over. It's not like yeah. the old days where they yeah. the record companies threw millions of dollars at artists. No, I, I think know. you know it's it's yeah. um, so it's kind of finding new ways of doing things and on much more of a budget, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it is, and I and I do you know look, I made my first albums were very expensive and. And uh, and subsequently, I you know I made no money <laughs> off of re- record sales because I had to you know pay back. You'd spent the, it. The, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 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 this one, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Mitchell was was really cognizant of that, and he paid attention to the budget, which might sound really boring and and annoying, but I actually think it makes for better music. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Well, I have to say that it, this uh, you know. I can't wait for everyone to get this album because it's re- it's really wonderful and the it's so eclectic and 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 goes into so many kind of areas. It's like lo- and, and you know your voice is just amazing, amazing. <laughs> oh, your voice, thank it's you. so thank beautiful. You. It kind of it, when you go into the high notes, it, I don't know. It kind of gets inside you. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I've been working a long time uh, uh, on my voice and. Um... And, it, and 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 I think partially due to my passion for opera, mm-hmm. I'm I'm oddly following the same trajectory. Even though I'm not a classical singer, but in in the classical world, as an opera singer, it's really in your forties where you blossom. Oh, that's interesting. That's where you. That's when you sing the big roles, you know. And you and and uh, yeah. So I so I think that somehow. Uh, I've, I've, I'm on that track more than. Uh, do you, do you do you have singing lessons or no, have you had no? no that I mean, you I just had them sing. occasionally um, uh-huh. uh, here and there, little coachings, but 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 nothing. Uh, I mean, my, my the well-known story about my opera career or, or my non-opera <laughs> career as a singer <laughs> is that I, w- I was in I was at McGill in in music school and um, I was studying composition and piano and then I thought, well, maybe I should, you know dabble and, 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 and a little and see what the opera department is like for singing and I went in to sing for them and I was um and I was and I had a kind of an odd outfit on uh and to top it off I was wearing this bizarre pair of clogs I had this big it was you know it was the 90s I was wearing clogs and uh <laughs> and uh kind of punk clogs and uh and I sang for the professor and and he said oh that's that's a you have a wonderful voice, you know. I think you could do quite well, but mm-hmm. you know what? You got to lose the clogs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, and I said, so you know what? I'm keeping the clogs, and and I subsequently didn't become an opera singer because of the clogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> well, it's been absolutely delightful to meet you even virtually and hopefully we can meet properly one day no definitely with a lot of our mutual friends yes i know i know i know we have we have to we have to really sit down and and uh, map that out because it would be great it would be great to meet you and i can't wait to get back to london and uh I miss it so we'll much. do it and um and good luck with unfollow the rules do you want to tell people where they can yeah yeah it no or? i mean it's it's it, it's now out uh july 10th it came out and um I highly recommend getting the vinyl. 
uh, just because we worked a lot on the packaging, but you can, of course, get it on CD. You can, you know, download it down. You can stream it, however. It's all, all the major outlets. And, you know, just to know one little thing about it, which is good, is that is that unlike any other record I've ever made um, with a major label, I have, I have a licensing deal with BMG. So I, I actually make... A lot more money on this record. Oh, good! So just to, for to let the oh, public know, everyone yeah, buy if you buy it, it I'm actually it's, it's coming. A lot of the um, money is coming to me directly, as opposed to the record company. Right, so, that's so, good. So buy it, please. My favorite track at the moment. It'll change, yeah. but my favorite. There's a song on it called "Only the People Who Love." Oh uh, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of the oh, people. Are, I are love it. It's so gorgeous. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And um, stay well. Oh, you too. Stay you too. safe. Yes, yes, yes. And um, and hopefully we'll let's, we'll meet. Let's get together in the future. Yes. When we can all travel a little yes. bit. <laughs> That's wonderful. Bye bye. Oh, that was so lovely talking to Rufus. And if you want to listen to the album, it's called Unfollow the Rules, and it's out now, and it's fabulous. If you've enjoyed listening to Tea with Twiggy, please take a moment to give us a lovely five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people to find the show. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this podcast so you auto-magically get the next episodes for free. And do tell all your friends and family about it too. If you want to connect with me, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at Twiggy. Or you can find me on Instagram at Twiggy Lawson. My thanks go to all the people that have helped this podcast happen. Many thanks to James Carroll and all the team at North Bank Talent Management. Thanks to all the team at Stripped Media, including Ben Williams, who edits the show, my producer, Kobe Omanaka, and executive producers, Tom Wally and Dave Corkery. The music you can hear now is my version of Waterloo Sunset by The Kinks. If you'd like to hear the whole song, you can find it and all the other songs I've recorded on iTunes and Spotify. So check it out. I look forward to you joining me for my next episode. So see you then. Bye.